You're listening to Geek Jabber Live, the show where the main host has a face for radio and a voice for silent movies. Strap yourselves in and dial up the disappointment. Welcome to Geek Jabber Live. Yes, welcome to episode 21 of this shit. If this were in America, it would be old enough to drink. Uh, <laughs> or something like that. Yes. Uh, but um, we are not drunk. Just pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this show supports the uh, responsible service of alcohol. Uh, yep. Anyway, we've got a so we've got a two-person show this particular week. So as you can probably tell, we've got myself, Tim, down in uh, crappy Canberra, and we've got uh, Percy in the penis-shaped country known as Sweden. How are you doing? Uh-huh. Uh, doing good. Uh, Sunday, almost afternoon. Yes. Chilling with some coffee and um, ready for some tech talk. So you've gone. To, you so you've gone for coffee. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, brain could potentially yes. produce something of value. Yes. Say. Yes. So we're talking. Of, we're doing a half-ass attempt at. Uh, for getting some information out there for people who might be wanting to set themselves up for game streaming. Not that we're particularly big names in the game streaming business, but yes, um, I'd have a Twitch channel that I uh, broadcast out to when I could be asked, and so does QWERTY. So hopefully some yep. of the information we've learned from doing that is kind of useful for other people. So, um, diving straight into it, we're going to be talking in starting with hardware requirements or basically setting up, set, set what hardware you should yeah. particularly look at investing in. Um, now, Quest came off the rank for that is uh, whether you should go for just streaming with a single PC or whether you should have a separate PC that handles the stream and one for gaming. And my take on my take on that would be for most people, it's probably best to start out with a single machine. That um yeah. that basically uh, Yeah, depending on how <laughs> uh how old your machine is. Yeah, well most, most uh Computers today should be able to stream. Yeah, yeah, you should be able uh, to stream at some level. Like the, the reason I'm suggesting it doing it that way first, setting yeah. a separate machine up is definitely doable. It's just a little bit more complicated to actually do. So if yeah. you're just starting at the bottom, um, having the same machine handle everything is probably going to be a little bit. Um, simple or a little bit simpler but as you say um you'll want to make sure that the machine that you're using is a fairly capable machine so using something that's 20 years old is probably not going to be (laughs) much help um yeah so you you want to make sure um you've got you've got something that is already fairly capable when it comes to gaming. So a good processor, yeah. good um, 
good graphics card and you might want to make sure you've got a little bit more RAM in there as well. Just yeah, to... I, uh, the processor, I believe you had um, earlier had a i5, but now yeah. upgraded to an i7, yeah. I believe. So previously I was using a an 8th generation Intel i5, um, which was still relatively capable. Like I was streaming off that fine. Um, but I'm more of a casual gamer, but I'm now on a 12th generation Intel i7. So yeah. if you're on the Intel side, you probably want to look at at least the i5 if you're casual gaming and i7 if you're wanting to get a little bit um, more pro gamer. So that's probably where you want to go. Um, you, and in terms of the graphics card, you probably want to be at least a step or two above the minimum requirements for the game you want to play. You should probably be hitting the recommended re requirements yeah. um, to make sure you've got a bit more GPU power to cover it and plenty of plenty of RAM to cover it. The other thing yeah. I would add... Um, yeah, I was going to say uh, also that... Uh, I stream with the 2060 uh, NVIDIA Geoforce RTX. Uh, so it's not the latest, but it goes, it goes okay yeah. for uh, yeah. most most uh, videos. Yeah, So and I'm on a 3060, which is a sort of middle-of-the-road <laughs> card. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you're getting into the more demanding games, you should probably be looking at 3070, 3080, um, so the higher-end cards. Um, the other thing I was going to add to this, more monitors are your friend here. So <laughs> I, I've been um, doing a dual monitor setup at home for probably close to 20 years. And for streaming, you will basically want dual monitor as a minimum. So the way I actually set it up, is all my games run off the primary monitor and then the secondary monitor runs everything related to the stream. So Discord, um, OBS, chat client, and music if I'm running music. So Yeah. Um, I was going to say one option also if you have a tablet or, a, well, an iPad or Android tablet or something, uh, you can watch that, use that for watching chat. Yeah, uh, if you're streaming. Yeah, that's probably the less ideal setup, just because of the smaller <laughs> yeah. screen size. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's doable. It's just clunky. So dual monitors is probably my recommendation there. Yeah. So that's. And it doesn't have to be. Uh, um... The latest and greatest monitors, yeah. either. Yeah. So no, the the one that you game off should probably be your good monitor, but your second monitor for your streaming stuff doesn't necessarily have to be the latest and greatest. It can be, you know, it can be something you've had sitting around in the back of a closet for a couple of years, and it'll still be fine because you're not you're only really reading chat and monitoring OBS. So as long as it can do that, 
it's going to be anything will do. So, hope have you got anything else to add to that in terms of general hardware? Mm. Yeah, the only thing I'd say, um, uh, like you mentioned with the second monitor, that you can have a, you can look, you can find a used one or retro fitted or something like that. Yeah. Uh, as a, um, well, <laughs> backup mo- or a second monitor. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. and um, like if you're asking whether your computer will support dual monitors. Well, I've been doing dual monitors since 2004. So nearly every computer that you can get now can do dual monitor in some form and has been able to do it for a very long time. So... If you only have one HDMI um, output, I believe you can split with a special cable. You can split it to two. Yeah. Uh, If you um, don't have... you can, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're not going to find many cards that only have one port. Like uh, even the onboard stuff now comes with at least two for that reason. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'll be very rare that you can find a machine now that only does a single monitor. Yeah, but it's yeah. kind of becoming the standard. Yeah, I mean, my machine, the graphics card that's in mine, can do four monitors without any problem. So that's not going to be a yep. problem. But um, moving on from that, because this is going to be a bit of an interesting topic because um, internet connections around the world sort of vary in their capabilities. Um, so yeah. uh, sort of bringing up the topic of internet requirements, um, which is going to be a sort of a deal breaker for some, but um, it depends on what sort of internet connection or availability or the availability of different types of internet connection. So what you're looking for, the absolute minimum um, to be able to stream reliably would be five megabit upload speed. That would be the absolute bare, bare minimum I would probably recommend going for 10 megabit as a as a bit more of a safer yeah. option. So, um, because the stream itself could, depending on the quality settings, which we'll get to in a moment, use between two and a half and three and a half megabit, maybe even a little bit yeah. more for higher quality. So you really need to be able to have an internet connection that can cope with that, plus cope with um, whatever you're running on top of that. So, yeah, it's also worth, I think it's worth looking into, uh, depending on which platform you're going to stream to, um, there's Twitch and there's YouTube mainly, uh, where they have their, uh, like I know I, when I stream to Twitch, I stream to the Twitch server in uh, uh, Stockholm. I live in Sweden, so yep. <laughs> uh, it's the closest one to where I am. Yeah, uh, which should probably help with. Um, yeah, uh, if you're gonna try try stream to uh, uh, one in Australia, uh, could probably yep. take a bit longer. 
yeah so make yeah so that's um certainly a valid point making sure when you set up the connection that you pick a server that is geographically close to you yeah um but yeah so um the reason i say this is there are still some areas that are um still covered by older technologies like adsl which cup out at about one megabit up um to which my recommendation is yeah you're not going to be able to get a good high quality stream if you're only able to if you're on one of those older technologies um because yeah yeah, something like one or two megabit is really not fast enough to push a high quality stream um i've tried that before and you really have to drop the quality to to be able to get anything out of it basically means that uh people are looking at a shit stream so (laughs) and they won't look at um if the stream is bad they won't look at it yeah uh if you want viewers yeah Yeah, so also uh, i think it can vary in the country the quality you get yeah from the internet connection yeah Uh, so if you're unsure what sort of speed your internet connection is able to support your best bet is to go to a speed test site like speedtest.net you can test the connect um, the speed of your internet connection and it'll test both download and upload and for streaming the important one is upload of which 5 megabit should be the absolute minimum and 10 megabit is probably yeah. a safer option yeah so that would be that would be my recommendation to basically look at as an absolute minimum um and if you're not hitting those then um rethink what what you want to do yeah so anything else you want to add to that one Bertie? no no okay so um moving on a, a little bit then to audio requirements and this is going to be uh, i think um a little <laughs> a bit tricky one. well not so much tricky but there's a lot of different options available to you um yeah so the the first option would be just a standard gaming headset and yeah I, and I, it I, doesn't, uh, i was gonna say it doesn't have to be a expensive one well well, uh, well I, pre- I previously had a razor headset yeah. that broke in less than a year yeah now i got a cheap one yeah and it's yeah. been uh, i've been using for yeah yeah having, uh, having said that this is one area where quality matters um so yeah. the, che- the cheap ones um and I, I kind of say this as someone that um someone that has worked with an audio and I know some of our previous uh, shows have sounded a bit crap, which I hope I've largely fixed now. Um, But if you're going to go gaming headset and I've seen them successfully used, make sure you're going something that is actually reasonable quality because um, the really cheap ones like 
they they just don't compete in terms of microphone quality with some of the better some of the better ones. Um, so if you're able, if you uh, want to use a um, gaming headset, do a little bit of research for ones in the um, price bracket that you're able to afford. Get one that has a decent microphone built in because that will make a very big difference to the quality that of yeah. your audio. Um, yeah, definitely. Like I, I, I say this as I previously used um, like forty dollar headsets, um, and you know, they're fine for like in game chat or just doing phone calls via Skype or that sort of thing. But for something like streaming where people are expecting the quality, yeah, you know, the cheap ones tend to just sound nasty. And now I'm using a sort of bit more of an elaborate setup. So I'm using another option that we're covering, which is, you know, studio microphone with an audio interface. And the difference is night and day between the two. Yeah. Um, so we'll get to that option in a minute. The second option I was going to mention was um, USB microphones. So Blue Yeti, or the sort of Blue Yeti seems to be a common option. Um, the Rode NT-USB is another one that I've seen up come up as well. Yeah. Um, so they tend to be the next step up for from a headset mic. And even going to something like that, the quality difference tends to be fairly substantial. So if you're yeah. if you're able to do the USB microphone, they can be a better option, and there are still some options that aren't going to break the bank. Yeah, and um, uh, I know I have a Roder mic and a headset, uh, which I switch between, but. Uh, one thing I noted when I started streaming is the, uh, how to filter out the audio, yep. uh, um, background audio in the room. Uh, yeah. Because that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, so the way I've actually countered that, because um, that is an issue when you go into the more expensive mics, um, they, yep. the, the difference is the sound you get out of them is a lot more detailed. Um, yeah. So you are picking up a little bit more room noise because it's just yeah. picking up that extra detail. One way I've countered, um, countered it is um, I've actually got acoustic padding up my wall. Um, so if you're able to do that, it's not expensive. Um, so I spent... I think I spent less than $20 Australian in the actual yeah. padding. So it's you can find it really dirt cheap. It's just a little bit time-consuming to set up, to actually mount it on the wall. So, yeah. um, um, A tip I've, I've been using lately is if your um, graphics card can support it, uh, is something called the NVIDIA Broadcast App. Yep. Uh, basically, it filters uh, filters background noise. Yeah. Uh, if you can't um, 
if you're, uh, well, landlord, parents, whatever, uh, don't like you to uh, set up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the other advantage I've got is I've got the home to myself, so I can control the environment. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's certainly something you'll need to have, need to think about. So, um, is it will pick up a lot of room noise. So something to pad to basically absorb some of that audio. So you can either go as I've done, go the acoustic treatment up the wall. Sometimes even just a couch, pretty much behind you yeah. or or behind your computer, um, can filter out some of that as well because the couch will basically be. Um, a very large acoustic panel. Yeah, yeah, basically a very large acoustic panel or even something like um, if you go green screen and you can stick a curtain behind the green screen. So, yeah, um, yeah so certainly, yeah, yeah. When you, once you go into some of these options, you have to have a look at properly treating the environment to cut out some of that background noise and that room noise. Yeah, and uh, I was going to say, be aware that if you're going to play with other uh, gamers, um, they hate background noise uh, if you're going to have a common voice channel here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone has a very loud background noise, uh, they're probably going to kick him off or kick him yeah. out. Yeah. But the, thir um, the yeah. third option is um, basically what I'm using now. And that's, um, I've got a $300 Rode microphone connected up to a $200 audio interface. And that's probably your, mo your most elaborate setup um, and also your most yeah. flexi flexible setup. But, um, yeah, you do... When you say audio interface, what do you mean by... So, so basically, the microphone I've got is a professional-grade microphone, um, and yeah. it's not designed to plug directly into a computer. Like, a, a sound card in your computer doesn't really cope with it. So, yeah, I basically use an audio interface. It plugs into the interface, and that basically feeds the computer. So something yeah, like the um, interface is the uh, software, or it's hard. You have a special card. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hardware. Special hard card for yeah. So it's basically hardware. So I'm using a Presonus audio box. Um, there's also a couple of other different manufacturers like Behringer. Um, Focusrite is another popular one. Um, among Twitch streamers, the Go XLR is also a, another option as well. Yeah. So the audio interface yeah. um, basically powers the microphone and also allows me to interface it with the computer as well. So, um, and basically allows me to set volumes for the mic microphone on the actual interface itself. Um, I've gone down this path because ultimately I want to do things like, you know, if I ever get back into music stuff, I want to be able to plug keyboards in. I want to be able to plug guitars in, maybe. So, um, having having that option. Yeah, they, uh, um, yeah. But, I was going to say, and with the audio interface, you also get different channels. So you can have, yeah. uh, like, if you make different voices, if you're, or 
underwater yeah. audio. Yeah, so for me, separated. so for me, for instance, I've got a two-channel unit, so I can plug two microphones into the same unit. Um, so I could potentially have, if I, <laughs> if I ever had somebody else in the room, I could give them a mic as well, and it would all feed through the same thing. But it's a bit more elaborate. It's a bit more costly um, and a little bit trickier to set up, but you get flexibility. So what I'd say for most people starting out, um, start with, if you want to start with the gamer headset, that's fine. Just do your research and pick up one that's got a good microphone on it. Otherwise, if you can, just use the um get get yourself a USB microphone of sorts, so the Blue Yeti or something like that, which yep. should give you slightly better audio, or in fact, quite substantially better audio over your standard gamer headset. Yeah, because yeah, that's and uh, uh, I believe next topic was OBS, uh, so I can mention also uh, one way to test how you sound is to record yourself in yes. OBS. Yeah. Uh, so see how... Yeah, so make sure... Uh, before you, you stream. Yeah, so do a test recording to make sure your audio levels are right. Um, you've got good mic technique and that sort of thing as well. So that way you can um, test to make sure that your audio settings are good. But, um, yeah, going go to that. So we should probably look at... Um, some basic um, set settings for OBS. Um, so there's really two um, two settings that, or two areas that I'd sort of recommend looking at. The first one I'm um, looking at is the is basically the bit rate that you stream out at, which I kind of alluded to earlier when we were talking about bandwidth. Um, so when, yeah. I, when I stream out, um, so I do it at 720p, and I use a video bit rate of 2,500 kilobit. For 720p, that seems to be um, sort of about a bit of a um, sweet spot. If you're wanting to push out at... Um, 3,500, or if you want to do it at, 20, at 1080p, I'd probably be bumping that to at least 3,500. Um, probably go yeah. about, about 4,000. Um, and sort of start there and see what it looks like. Um, I think Twitch does um, up to, allows up to 6,000, at which point it cuts yeah. it off. Um, I'd probably back off a little bit and, and try a bit lower than that first, only because there are still people out there on um, sort of crap internet Bad connections, internet. basically. So yeah. you, you want to find that um, balancing point but, um, that allows you to still have a good-looking stream and um, but still have basically maximize your audience. So, also, I know some people are on uh, um, 
bandwidth not uh, some yeah. people don't have unlimited bandwidth yeah. so uh, with got, a provider yeah so you've got bandwidth yeah. yeah you've got bandwidth caps to worry about as well um yeah. they seem to be progressively going away but some areas still have them um so what i probably do is start at 2500 for 720p or 3500 for 1080p and only push that up if you're finding that's not giving you acceptable results. Um, on top of that, um, you'll probably find in the same settings, um, which encoder you should be using. Um, yeah. So I'd probably recommend um, starting with a hardware encoder. So on the NVIDIA side, it's NVENC. I can't remember what the one is for the ACI cards, but I think it's got an equivalent. So I'd start with doing that to make the graphics card actually do the work. Uh, because yeah. um, graphics cards tend to be a little bit more efficient in, um, in encoding video than CPUs. Yeah. Yeah, that's the... If you have to... Uh, use the CPU, but otherwise use the hardware, yep. graphics hardware. Yeah, and I suppose the the other thing to basically worry about um, is setting up your um, scenes within OBS. So you've got different scenes that you can set up. Um, I, when you're capturing your game, there's basically two different um, ways to actually to actually handle that. So one is a display capture and the other one is a window capture. And there's pros of con and cons to different approach. So the difference is a display capture will basically ca um, capture the entire display. That's what I use. Um, so basically mine's set to capture everything on my primary monitor. Um, and I do that just because I set it and anything on my pro primary monitor just goes out. The downside is you have to be very careful not to accidentally put something onto your primary monitor that contains sensitive information. So yep. um, the doubt, the doubt, that's the downside of that approach is that um, like everything on that primary monitor goes out. Um, so it, it's basically a, the simplest way of doing it, which is why I do it that way. It's just not complicated, but you have to be aware yeah. that <clears throat> if you suddenly put your email client onto your primary monitor while you're streaming, people are going <laughs> to see what's in your email. Uh, and worse, people yeah. can see your uh, IMs in uh, Discord and other yeah. places. <laughs> yeah, so, so you just have to watch for that and be conscious of that. But it is the simpler yeah. option. Um, the other option is to use what's known as game capture or window capture, where it's looking for a particular game or game window or <coughs> just normal window. And here am I coughing up a lung. Um, that's <laughs> um, that avoids the accidental privacy. Um, yeah. 
but it is a little bit more fiddly to set up because you have to have a separate entry for each game that you actually play. Yeah. So I... uh, one thing I noticed, uh, um, we play, sometimes play um, Age Vampire on the Geekyaber uh, site, or Geekyaber, well, <laughs> we play Age Vampire sometimes, and I noticed that uh, it doesn't like uh, the game capture, Yeah. so I have to use the window capture for it. Uh, so it can differ between games what what way you uh, have to yeah. use to capture it. Yeah, so I sort of avoid that entirely by going um, display capture and just set it to capture my yeah. primary display because <laughs> my games pretty much default to that anyway. Um, but yeah, you just have to be um, conscious not to accidentally broadcast your porn collection. Uh, yeah, so that's why I do it the other way. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, but yeah, uh, be aware that uh, if you're broadcasting your computer to the world, and so be aware that uh, uh, some things may not, should not be broadcast probably. Yeah, which is probably very wise advice. But um, yeah. in any case, I think that might be... Uh, of everything I was going to cover for the evening. Yeah. So did you have anything else you wanted to add? Uh, only thing I would say is uh, don't take it too seriously if you're going to start streaming and uh, make sure you have fun. Yep. That uh, Don't expect to be the next uh, PewDiePie or some other streamer with 100 million, <laughs> yeah. 100 million followers. Because, yeah, like people like PewDiePie and Markiplier and all of those guys, they have huge teams behind them. So don't yep. go in, into day one thinking you're going to become PewDiePie. Um, <laughs> it's going to take time. Yeah. And have fun doing it. That's the major thing. Yep. I anyway, think we're done for today. Yep. So, so. Thank you all. Thank you for joining me, Quirty, and no, thank you to the zero point one listeners that we might pick up for this garbage. At least zero point five, I think. Yeah. But uh, if you uh, happen to find this podcast, don't forget to go in and listen. Uh, listen, uh, uh, you can find it find it on geekyaber.com and on Spotify and on other. Yeah. interesting places yeah and make sure you go in um on the site and go to our social links near the top and join our discord server but um, yep. i think we might uh, call that one a show so thank you everybody yep. for joining bye bye